Welcome back to the Podcast Positivity Show with your host, me, Marlena G. Hey, good day, good people. How are you? I am sitting here at the St. Louis Arc Center, an organization that helps people with developmental disabilities. And I have a guest today, Sharon Spurlock. How are you? I'm great, Marlena. How are you today? Good, I am great. So um, I just wanted to interview the St. Louis Arc because I've actually, um, you know, been here before and I've actually received services for my own child with a developmental disability uh, from the St. Louis Arc. And so I just think that the Arc is doing great things. So uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, I want to jump into the interview questions because I have some really great questions. I'm <laughs> <for> ready. <today. laughs> She's ready, people. Okay. How did the St. Louis Arc begin? Actually, I love that question because we're an organization that was founded by families. Mm. Back in 1950, there were really, there were no laws that said a child with a disability had to get an education. There were no laws to support people to be a part of their community and to have any kind of quality of life. But there were parents and parents that had children with disabilities who were told by many people, doctors, other family members, that they should institutionalize their children. And they thought, nope, we don't want to do that. And so those families started to see each other at the grocery store mm -hmm. or the playground. And a couple of moms got to talking. And one of them had seen that there was going to be a, a national meeting of concerned parents yeah. in, I think it was in Minneapolis. Uh -huh. So they got in their car and they drove all the way to Minneapolis wow. to a meeting where the Ark of the United States had their founding conversation wow. with parents from all over the country that were doing the same things. They wanted more for their kids yeah and so they drove back here and this was back in the day where you put an ad in the newspaper they posted <laughs> an ad in the newspaper to have people come and um, talk about this expecting maybe a handful of people that would come in and and come to that meeting and over a hundred families showed up that, that has their children at home they wanted services and so from that meeting that was the formation of the wow. st. Louis Arc and our our services have grown as families um, and individuals with disabilities have changed. We started off providing some leisure services because they wanted to have a place for their kids that to so go awesome. bowling together or go to a dance. But then as their kids got older, they wanted uh, maybe some residential supports or something to do during the right. day or yeah. other things. So. And you know, my own son, um, I've talked about my son Arkell on the show a lot. And um, you know, I wrote a book called Never Forsake and um, Kathleen, um, she she actually, I think she's taken a peek at the book before when we did our uh, Fox 2 News interview together with the St. Louis Arc, but um, it just, it talks about um, expecting a child with a developmental disability, giving birth to that child and what to expect, um, the different um, challenges that they have and all of that. So yeah, Arkell has had services from the St. Louis Arc before. He's actually came to a play group. Um, it's, it's amazing what they do. I want to um, ask, what are some of the programs and services provided by the St. Louis Arc that helps individuals with special needs? 
Oh man, we could talk about that for days. So <laughs> yeah. let me just say one of the things that I think drives us is that we want to be able to work with you and Arkel throughout his lifespan. Yeah. So we've served him as a young child, but I've worked with kiddos that were four, five, six years old that were in our daycare setting that I've now walked through their teenage lives oh, with them. Wow. And, and one guy that I'm thinking about, my friend Dylan, I helped him while he was in college in a program for, for kids. Watching with developmental disabilities, he works and has his own apartment now, and and I'm I'm still able to be a part of his life, both professionally and personally. And that's the biggest thing—the thriving. Yeah. yeah, so that they'll be able to thrive. I love yes. organizations like this. Well, and I think families get to see the progression. This is yeah. where our lives are going, and there's people that are here to support me. So yeah. for children, we have therapies. We have um, uh, support in a school setting mm. in case they need a little bit of extra support. Yeah. We do behavioral intervention for kids with autism mm -hmm. that need more intensive mm -hmm. um, social skills development. We work a lot with families of all ages to get a break. We yeah. have a respite program so that you can hire somebody that you trust. I actually know about the parent, um, uh, is it the parent cafe? Oh, parent cafe. Yeah. That's one of our newer yeah, services. Yeah. That's a really cool family support group where parents come together and, and really talk about parenting, but through the lens of parenting, maybe one or more children with uh, special needs. Yeah. So it, it's really cool to see parents have that connection with each other. That is amazing. Yeah. So um, if interested, are there ways someone could volunteer with the organization? Oh gosh, we use 1200 volunteers every year. So <laughs> there are opportunities for everybody. And um, and it really depends on your interest. You know, we have sports leagues, we have cooking classes, we yeah. have family supports like Parent Cafe. Yeah. We have sib shops for brothers and sisters that have a sibling with a disability. All of those programs yeah. require volunteers for us to be able to deliver them at the highest quality so we have a volunteer coordinator yeah. all you have to do is call her talk about what your interests mm -hmm. are what your availability is and then she'll pair you up even if you want to just come with your group one yeah. time and help put right. the fall mums in at yeah. one of our residential yeah. locations you can sit and do a little gardening and give yeah. back that's amazing and that's the the uh, sib shops that you mentioned i think that's awesome getting the siblings of the person with the special needs involved yeah that is a really big and important thing yeah we you know people don't think about it but a sibling is going to probably have the longest relationship that's with true. a brother or sister with a disability so for that sibling to feel supported to feel heard to understand why maybe their brother and sister might be having exactly. certain struggles you know i talk to adult siblings now that didn't have a sib shop experience yeah. and and they really regret it because they either over cared for their family member or they were resentful about it and oh, this yeah. helps give some balance it does i love it um does the st louis art provide any recreational outings <laughs> that's my favorite part <laughs> you know we have a department that their logo is we plan for fun so Aww. boy you name it we've got it we've yeah. got uh over almost a thousand people that are enrolled in those services yeah and that could be going on a vacation mm. we took people to dollywood last year really? and to nashville for a weekend vacation oh. we've got a weekend camp for people that have higher support needs that need to be able to
really get yeah. away and families need right. a break. Um, we help people go out to mini golf and dinner or to go to a movie yeah. or to go see the Cardinals game. So there's, you know, everybody is different. And yeah. so we have to have this wide array of choices. Yeah. Uh, uh, some of the people we support and some of our staff I walked in yeah. on in their ukulele club on Monday. Oh my and they were learning to play the ukulele. So I want to do that. Really fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Ukulele. I've had a ukulele I haven't tuned in three years. So I keep thinking I'm going to join. Yeah. But now that one of my staff is doing it, I feel the pressure. I want to do it. I want to do it. <laughs> and I don't even think I'm going to be good at it. I just want to. Yeah. They're yeah. usually the worst in the group, the staff, yeah. I'll be honest. But that's okay. Um, let's see. Uh, are there any success stories of individuals? participating in the programs provided by the organization that you would like to share? Yeah, you know, this is always so challenging for me because I think so often that the stories that go out about people with disabilities are the extraordinary, the homecoming queen and the kid that, that got to do this amazing thing. And a lot of times for me, the best stories are just that that person is, is actually living the, the life they want right alongside yeah. everybody else. So, you know, I was thinking about this question when you asked it and, and some of the best things for me been like this summer we had two teenage girls that went on their own on the bus to target and Aww. for them they felt so empowered to be able to go shopping yeah. without mom and dad there and they felt so cool that they could ride the bus. Yeah. Uh, we have an older guy that we support who is super engaged mm -hmm. with um, first responders and yeah. he's taken the Citizens Police Academy training and made friends with some of the policemen and I got a photo this week. He got <laughs> to do a ride along with the police really? and now he's signed up to be one of the actors in the yeah. uh, the biohazard uh, training experience oh they're going to have goodness. next week. So I hope they make, put makeup on him and he's bloody and gory. <laughs> gets to tell people he has a broken leg or I just think that that's how we build a better world is that yeah. people see people with disabilities in every aspect of life and it's not because they're yeah. special it's because they're part of the community I love are. that you say that it's not because they're special because that's how I feel about my son um, I want him to be able to be a part of the community I want him to be able to make an impact and you know and like you said have that opportunity to go out by himself to Target, Walmart, uh, the game store, wherever he wants to go mm -hmm. and, you know, hang out with friends and things like that and yeah. not have to feel like he has to be accompanied all the time. Nobody yeah. wants that. Nobody and wants to be the reality is, yeah. is that we don't have enough money yeah. to, to have everybody be accompanied. So yeah. that's, that's why it's so important for us that we're making sure your son's learning how to live, yeah. work, learn and play as independently as yeah. possible. And then we're also helping you to know what all your resources are that Definitely. you know what technology helps a lot of us to handle our day-to-day -day stuff yeah. well it's probably going to help him too yeah how do i help you learn about technology right. you know how do i help you build a relationship for him so yeah. that it's there when you're not there yeah. that's another big success for me i was talking to a, a guy and his dad at a training a few months ago and we were talking about who might be somebody he would trust to give him advice about mm -hmm. his money and yeah. it's always going to be dad you know mom right. or dad well this kid tells me my <laughs> personal trainer and I thought oh that's weird I don't know if that's a good idea but then I asked him why and he said we know that he's in his 20s and he has his own business and I know he has to budget and I know he has to think about his money and I thought 
that is such a good reason. Yeah. Probably a great person to advise you about money, and that's going to be one more person right. in your life that you've got this valued relationship exactly. with. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So um, let's see. Can siblings of the individuals with special needs in the art programs participate in the organization's services if they are interested in accompanying their special needs family member to the ARC? That's a, a, so a, a de it depends kind of a question. We really want an inclusive world. And yeah. so part of that for us means our services, particularly our recreational services, yeah. are open to anybody. Oh, great. So out of that yeah. thousand people we serve, about a hundred of them don't have disabilities. Right. They are people that decide they want to play the ukulele or be in an yeah. indoor soccer yeah. league or whatever else. Right. And they participate because they want, want to have to. that diversity in yeah. their life. So in those kind of a situation, absolutely, mm -hmm. we want siblings to be able to be there um, for those parent cafe. Yeah, because uh, I know my boys. We, provide, we yeah. have all the siblings together playing. Yeah. Um, They're definitely interested. So sometimes they have to sign up and pay their uh, registration just like everybody else. <laughs> right. But absolutely. And the cool thing is we have a ton of siblings that end up coming through and becoming yeah. employees of ours. Oh, um, wow. In our summer program for teenagers, we have a lot of sibs that are in their 20s and 30s that work oh. in the summer program and they bring such a great perspective to working with teenagers right. because they've been there That's um, so and beautiful. they want to mentor it is it's yeah fantastic. so because yeah my um like my teenager who's with me today with my little one he's very interested in like he he's interested in anything Arkel has going on <laughs> the boys is like is Arkel going somewhere today and <laughs> Cool. You know, well, I'm going to expect him to be employed by us yeah, in the next uh, 10 it, years. I, when I say they are very, very hands-on with Arkell, they want to, they're very, um, um, I'll say informational. They learn, you know, some of the things that they need to know about uh, children with uh, disabilities mm -hmm. because they want to know how he feels. They want to know how he communicates. They've even went so far as to learn the some of the sign languages because Arkel does do sign language. They've learned some of the sign language and they can just simply at mealtime, Arkel, it's time to eat and then they'll sign eat, you know. And so I think it's amazing how the St. Louis Arc uh, makes those opportunities for for the siblings to get involved. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful thing. I love it. Well, and siblings, you know, again, it's going to have an impact on more than Arkell and people like Arkell. Yeah. When you have a sibling with a disability, when you embrace diversity at all levels, yeah. you go into the world better equipped to work with and that diverse is so peoples, very true. and it makes for a better world that we live in. So right. it's all good. It all connects. <laughs> positivity. Positivity, like the podcast Positivity <laughs> Show with your host, me, Arlena G. Well, it has been a pleasure pleasure speaking with you today, Sharon. This is Sharon Spurlock from the St. Louis Arc. Um, I have a question. If anyone wants to contact the St. Louis Arc, how would they go about doing that? Well, I think the easiest way is to call us at 314-569-2211 and they'll hook you up with the right person. We also have a website, www.slarc.org and we're on Facebook. Hey, <laughs> they're on Facebook. So I am so glad that we had this interview and I would love to come back um, for any of the recreational outings or anything. You guys just let me know what you have going on. I would love to uh, let people 
people know, you know, how, how everything uh, turns out when you guys do what it is that you do. <laughs> that sounds great. We love it. And she is absolutely beautiful, by the way. I wish you guys could see her. Aw, this is sweet. <laughs> All right. I don't have as pretty a pink hair as Marlena, though. Yes, my hair is pink That's today. <laughs> one of my dreams is to have pink hair, so you're inspiring me. <laughs> Well, I do my best. <laughs> All righty. Well, tune in to the Podcast Positivity Show right here again. You know what platform. Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps people like to listen? How do I make money from my podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. I really believe I have something special to share with the world. And Anchor is helping me do that. And I love how easy to use their podcasting tools are. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to Anchor FM Start to join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's Anchor FM Start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. It is time for our Good Deeds Around the World today. Founded in 1980 by Bob and Gretchen DeVoe, Lifeline Christian Mission began its first clinic in Haiti, helping the local people by providing physical care and spiritual ministry. Their work quickly spread to other countries in need, including Honduras, Cuba, El Salvador, and more. God opened multiple doors for the mission, and they were able to spread the word of Christ within these communities with the development of new churches schools, health clinics, disaster relief, children's homes, nutrition, and home building programs. Today, Lifeline Christian Mission feeds, educates, and ministers to millions of needy people around the world through their many unique sponsorship programs, food drives, and mission trips. And that has been our good deeds around the world today. If you would like to know more about missions and people who are doing good deeds around the world, please visit a website. I like to take a peek at theologydegrees.org. I think in the past I've called it Christian Theology Degrees, but I believe the website, uh, the keywords are theologydegrees.org, although they are highlighting Christian missions and people who are doing good deeds in the Christian world and community. That is all for now. It is now time for our inspiration of the day. Provided by Life Church on the Open Network, we have Symphony Obsession.
prison status Don't have a place here Viral obsessions fade But you remain the same Words and opinions Are nothing but white noise I only hear your voice Light in the darkness You are my heart's desire Let my obsession be What you have done for me all the time that we have for the show today but I would just like to leave something with you go out and make it a great day do your very best at whatever you put your hand to because the Bible says that whatever we do we should do it unto God when we do whatever it is that we do we're put on this earth to do the good work the good work influencing, inspiring, creating, sharing love, care, and tenderness. So whatever you do or whomever you encounter, make it a great encounter. How are you influencing them for Christ? How are you being positive to them 
positive to them? How are you encouraging them and helping them through whatever it is they're going through or whatever kind of encouragement they may need at that moment? Make today a great day, a day that you help somebody in need, whether spiritually or mentally, or maybe even financially or emotionally. And until next time, may God pour out his blessings on you until we meet again.